I don't usually say no. Like I'll figure out a way to kind of like, if it's a challenge, if it's a, especially a career type of thing, you know, I usually generally will say, okay, I'm up for it. But I was, it's, it's something that I have learned from in that I was afraid of what other people would think. Setting the bar high in life can be challenging. While chasing our passion and curiosity to experience struggle and eventually finding success, stories are valuable in ways we may never understand until that one person says something that resonates with us, then boom, it all clicks. This is the Bar High Podcast. I am Spencer Barlow. Welcome back to the Bar High Podcast. I am Spencer Barlow. My guest today is Natalie Sexton. You are a public figure and a fashionista. You can be found on TV such as CTV, CHCHTV, Global City TV, Breakfast Television, and Maryland Dennis Show. If the Hamilton community can't find you on TV, they can find you on the field with our local CFL team, Hamilton Tire Cats, commentating and pumping up the crowd. Welcome to the Bar High Podcast. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining me today, Nat. How are you you. doing? Hi, Spencer. Oh, I'm so good. Thanks for having me on here. I'm so glad that we could find a time to connect. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing, like whenever (laughs) we have had the opportunity to connect, it was always at F45. Um, And it's always like such a short window, right? It's usually uh, like a quick (laughs) little chat on the floor. How are you doing? What's going on? Uh, And then a little bit after class there. But, um, you know, I've always been very curious about (laughs) your your upbringing to where you are now as a public figure. And I always found it to be super fascinating because, you know, just before we got into this conversation, not like for, for for you to be in your position takes a lot of confidence, a lot of like, you know, constant updating of, of like your public image and how you like handle yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and like, it, you know, it, it takes a lot of work. I don't think a lot of people realize that they just think, oh, you know, just, you know, put on some nice clothes and jump in front of the camera and <laughs> just talk like, no, there's, there's a lot of like sharpening the saw to feel confident and be able to speak fluently and, 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 you know, uh, entertain. Right. So, um, sure. Yeah. Sorry, that was a long ramble on there, but no, I'm just I'm I'm super excited. I'm <laughs> super excited to get you here. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. I and yeah. It. So I, another thing too, I just want to <laughs> say thank you for taking time out of your day to sit down and talk with me. I'm extremely grateful for it. Um, My so, pleasure. So what's what's going on? How's life? How's the pandemic between <laughs> you with work and all that stuff? Like, what else do you have going on right now? You know, it's interesting. I, when this, when everything sort of, you know, hit the fan, uh, what would that have been March, 2020, I, I had just come back, I think from doing another tour. So I was doing um, social media tours um, at going to different stations across Canada, representing different products, whether that be like fashion brands, beauty brands, what have you. So they were essentially tours And I would just fly across Canada, sort of like, you know, go from like Halifax to, um, to Vancouver, to Calgary, to Winnipeg, to wherever, like do, you know, sort of five cities in a week. Like, so yeah, it was a little bit nutty. And I started doing that kind of monthly. And then sometimes I'd be in Calgary twice a month or whatever. So I'm all over the place. And then this happens. And I thought, oh my God, like this career that I've worked so hard for you know, in, in traveling around and now having, working with all of these brands and having a publicist and whatnot, it's like, it's over. Like I can't, we can't travel. How on earth am I going to make this work? You know, it just felt like it felt uh, devastating. And then the interesting thing that happened really quickly is that all of the stations, you know, the show must go on. So it was kind of like figuring out 
okay, how can we do this with everybody staying put? And, and truly, I don't think I've ever been busier uh, than I have, you know, in the last uh, couple of years, which is, um, which is fantastic and really kind of figuring out how to do it all from home. So my house is like, it's gone from like, I've got like home gym, home TV studio, home life, you know, like all of the things that you're trying to, which, which of, is like, the future for balance, everybody all, too, right? Like, like totally. it's a beautiful thing being able to have the convenience and also the personal, like, um, willingness and sure. drive to be able to, you know, stage your house in a way that it's going to benefit you financially, physically, mentally. And that's how a home should be. Sure. I mean, I guess minus work, we'd always want to bring work home, but if you could have sections <laughs> in your house where you could be like, this door enters work, right. this door enters right. training in my mindfulness, right? So it's great that you've been able right, to really right. kind of, you know, organize your your life and in a way that's going to benefit you moving forward for your career, which is really cool. Yeah, it's, um, you know, it's definitely when I sort of look back on some of the earlier segments, it's, it's funny how it has things have evolved for me for sure, like lighting, very important. I yes. learned a lot about like uh, Amazon, Lots of Amazon, uh, you know, different kits to set up home studio. It's so important. There's been some hits, hits and misses for sure, but but it's been uh, really fantastic. And really, a lot of the stations work really well with you because, of course, they want you know the best product uh, to come out for them as Absolutely. well. So yeah, that's been it's been pretty well. So like, I'm still traveling across Canada, but from my living room, which is which is pretty cool. And really, when I kind of look at that time just before. Uh, the pandemic happened, I actually was not um, well. I was getting sick all the time from all the travel. I had ended up with pneumonia. I had ended up in the hospital, like just uh, really running myself ragged to try to keep up and, and keep going. And, and all of that travel too, of course, it eventually takes a toll. So in a certain way, it also forced me to kind of uh, take a step back, you know, and that's when I really started also evaluating my health and, and wellness, you know, and that became a really big priority as well as, you know, as the career and kind of trying to find the balance between the two. Yeah. And it's, um, it's great that you had mentioned that, like, that your, your, your health was, you know, kind of going downhill. Cause I do remember this conversation you and I having at the gym about this traveling opportunity and that you're a little bit worried and, um, you know, because you've built such a routine with F45 and, you know, you're really taking charge of your health and fitness. And then, you know, I, I, I didn't catch more information after that once you actually got into the job. So it's really fascinating to hear about, right. you know, how it, you noticed uh, a change in, you know, your, your, your your mindset your health and getting sick and stuff like that yeah because you're around people all the time i'm sure your sleep pattern right. was just kind of all over the place sleeping in different places around sure. the you know uh, ontario or whatever right and and just like there's no routine there and or getting back to the gym and stuff like that and eating random food right. so yeah it, it is very stressful on the body um and it's you know it, as much as the pandemic really um, sucked for a lot of people. There was also a lot of people that did oh, yeah. thrive in it as well, right? So there are pros and cons. Right. And like, you know, we really got to look at the uh, pros out of the situation that now, you know, moving forward, a lot of people in the future could potentially get the opportunity to work from home, which is a really 
great thing i think personally because now you could integrate more work-life balance it's like okay i'm going to put four four hours into some work and i'm going to go do a workout and then get back to work you know what i mean um or if right. you have kids right. and um you know pets and etc right um so right. you know like i said looking at the pros and cons but it's nice now that you have been able to really um flourish and grow in this uh new age that we're all moving into now with 2022 uh working from home especially being a public figure like yourself or a social media influencer and so on and so forth right so being able to take those things <laughs> and just really owning it and blowing it up and and becoming adaptable right. it's it's a and it's, a, it's an amazing thing and like you know it's going to bring a lot of value to people that do listen to this that they can do it as well and you know just to relate to right. everything you're going through like the pandemic didn't necessarily affect me but i i looked at okay i I only work 14 days a month at my job, my main occupation. I have this time off. I can't really go out and do anything. So what else can I do to connect and, and, you know, build relationships with people? So I started a podcast. I started a YouTube, right? And it's just like, you know, taking advantage of the um, tools that are in front of us and and really building on that. So that's that's amazing to hear. And I'm also really excited to see what else you got up and coming in the future as well. Um, (laughs) So let's bring this right back. How did you? like what was like did you go to school for um you know being in in um tv and stuff like that like like Mm -hmm. let's go to like baby nat oh geez yeah okay um no i didn't go to school for tv at all i so you know it's funny i always loved fashion okay um from from being you know really young and i I just wasn't quite sure how I could have a career in that. And I also had had my daughter, Megan, when I was 16, turning 17. So I was a really young mom and living in Hamilton. And there really wasn't um, sort of a school in the city as far as going to school for fashion that I could have, you know, not have had to commute back and forth to Toronto, which just wasn't in the cards for me at that time. So I, I guess this would have been in about my early 20s. So I worked for lots of years. Um, I also did a little bit of social work uh, oh, okay. in my late teens, early 20s. And uh, that just wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. So again, I sort of went back to like, this is what my real passion is, you know, that really that creative side of things. Mm-hmm. And so there was a course through Mohawk College. It was their aesthetics um, and makeup artistry course. Cool. So I thought, okay, well, this is something I love as well. And this would be like a way to get my foot in the door into something creative. And, you know, and it was their first year of doing this um, program full time and it just made sense. And so I took this, uh, I took the course and I was working, I waitressed and bartended for years too, um, to be able to kind of go to school and, and, you know, work part time or whatever and make great, met lots of great friends and all that kind of stuff too, which was really fun in the Hamilton community that I still, still know a lot of them. Um, so, you know, I'm at Mohawk, I do this program, and then I really, I really loved the makeup side of things. And now this is sort of before social media and whatnot, right. too. So, I mean, I remember I would go and do anything like fashion shows and photo shoots for free just to build a portfolio. I had this binder, oh, cool. you know, with all of my work yeah. in it. I, I did, I did the makeup for the Hamilton Spectator for the Go page that was on uh, oh, wow. every Monday for for the models. I actually even modeled a few times when models didn't show up. I have some of the, I'll have to post some of those. I sometimes I share these these on my throwback Thursdays because it's it's pretty funny. But all of those things, right? To kind of like kind of make a name for myself. Like doing all those things for free 
but because I loved them and because there was sort of an end, you know, game to it. But in the meanwhile, I had started my own business as an esthetician to pay the bills. So I did, you know, manicures, pedicures, waxing, all that awesome. kind of stuff for, for many, many years too. Mm. Um, because you got, you have to work, you have to make money. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so it was, uh, it was sort of like, I don't want to say a grind because I always uh, enjoyed it, but it was, it, I knew it was a step to another step to where I wanted to be. So I was working at a salon as well. And I, one of my first clients, she worked in sales at CHCH. And so when I started, when I moved my business to my home, she still came to me and she said, Hey, they're looking for a makeup artist at CH for the morning show. But that's like a 3 a.m. call time. Oh, wow. And I 3 went. a.m. And I, yeah, yeah. And, and I how went, old, okay. sorry, how old was Megan at the time too? So Megan would have been uh, probably, probably about nine. Okay. Nine-ish. Okay. So, yes. And I was married at that time okay. um, and have two stepsons. So the kids were all about like, say, aged five to nine years old. Okay. Um, and so I, I said, oh my gosh, yeah, I would love, like, amazing so i had to go and kind of do um do somebody's makeup i think it was donna skelly at the time and did her makeup as like a trial run for the for the show she was doing at that time with mark hebsher and they were like you're hired it's i think it was like i had to be there for 4 a.m you know so 3 a.m up ready i remember like going in and like full makeup and everything and there was a hairdresser there and she was in like basically in pajamas she was kind of like <laughs> oh out of bed. <laughs> we don't really yeah and i'm like oh i don't no i don't leave the house in pajamas this, mm. is, this is just mm. me <laughs> yeah and so that so that was great so i did the makeup there for the morning show and then got changed over to uh then when there was a new news in the 6 p.m news so that my shift changed over and at that point there was um who's still a really good friend of mine um, Kate Carnegie, Kate Stutzman at the time, and she started anchoring the weekend news. And she said, I was writing a blog at the time called Sexton in the City, just because I was like, about fashion and where to find great deals. Because I loved fashion. Yeah. And I loved looking at what celebrities were wearing. But of course, I had three young kids, you know, self employed, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And so it was like, how can we find this on a budget? So I started blogging about it. Oh, cool. And she said, you're writing a blog. So you've got some cred here, some street cred. Like, why don't we do a segment with you on the weekends? It's like, we'll call it Sexton in the City. And you can talk about something on your blog. And I'm like, like me on camera, like I'm talking. Like it was, I'm used to make, doing the makeup and the, and she, and she was like, yeah, you, you, you can do it. I know you can absolutely do it. And, and, and she's just one of the women along the way in my life that have really been so instrumental in helping me. Um, get to the point that I'm at and, and having that kind of um, generosity in, in her also being on TV and, and, you know, that can be a really competitive um, and interesting uh, industry to be in. So to have people like that, that just want to see you thrive as well uh, is pretty special. It makes me kind of choked up a little bit. So anyways, I said, okay, I, I, I'll, well, let's try it. And I was so nervous um and i'll have to share this as well because we had like a little intro there was like a little instrumental oh, and the cool. sex and in the city banner yeah, would come on I would so i did that yeah i did that on saturday evenings for during the six o'clock news it came on at 6 30 mm. and again did did that like you know wrote it created it sourced everything went on and did it it wasn't a, a paid a paid thing it was a, again something that i did because it was like uh i just can see more here right. i know this is like 
Um, but it really took me a long time to get comfortable because I really, I had no training whatsoever. Right. And I would watch myself back and just like, oh my God, you know, just cringe. It's uh, it's pretty interesting. It, so even though I felt really nervous on the inside, what was actually coming out though, I was like, wow. Not, not bad. Good. Yeah, you're not bad. Yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you a story. So this was really early on in this. And I was thinking about this because I knew I'd be talking to you today. So I just, I had just remembered it. So maybe after my third segment, people would email me, you know, to sort of say like, I love this or that or whatever, because we'd put my email, I think on the bottom. And I got this email from a woman who said, I need to tell you the 10 reasons why you should not be on TV. And it was like, you know, just, just unkind, like this list of things. And I remember initially feeling, you know, it was kind of a harsh a harsh thing for anybody. Right. Um, but, and, and talking to a friend about it and she said, why don't you write yourself a list of 10 reasons why you should, should be, be yeah. on TV yeah. and just keep that and just read that. Yeah. Always just read that and think about that. And so I did. And it was, that was a game changer. And that was like one of those first things for me and kind of like self affirmations. Huge. Uh, I belong here mm. because I deserve this because why not me? Right. You know, all of those things. Um, Cause I don't have, uh, training at a certain school or something right. that somebody else might have or, or, you know, have been on this TV show before or from New York City, not, you know, like that type of thing to be in, how dare I talk about fashion, like right. an interesting Absolutely. thing to sort of go because I belong here because I have a, my own perspective and my own opinion on it. And that's okay. It's not going to be everybody's cup of tea. But if you can make a big enough pot of it that people will drink, then then you're doing okay. Exactly. And you stay consistent <laughs> with it too, right? And like, you know, yes. of course, all of us are going to go through imposter syndrome, right? And compare and whatnot. But sure. I think at the end sure. of the day, if you as a person are finding fulfillment from whatever it is that you are investing your time into – who cares, right? And I think right, for you too, right. it's like you weren't making any money at the time. You were just generally passionate no. about fashion and and makeup and um, what the celebrities were wearing and what they were doing. And you were just so excited yeah. to share that. And, you know, maybe that person was envious of you. And, you know, for them sharing their personal opinion was a way of how they felt. And that's something that I always, that's it. Right? I always lean back on that. It's like, okay, if you're sharing something so negative with me, there's obviously something that you're dealing with and I'm sorry that you're dealing with it, but I'm not going to stoop to your level. If anything, I'm going to no. use it to empower me or look at it as constructive criticism to, you know, Keep, sure. keep working on my skills, right? And, you know, right. I think we all go through that at some point. I'm sure, you know, I'm going to get something eventually. I do it to myself, right? And it's like, you know, it, it's great that you were able to have a, a mentor or somebody there to be like, hey, why don't you create the reason why you should be here? And it's another oh, yeah. thing about having... Powerful. Yeah, it's powerful, right? And it's all about having that powerful... Or sorry, having that uh, mindset that's, um, you know telling you that you are worthy, you are capable, right? And um, I think a lot of people are so quick to jump to the dark side and keep digging deeper into that path. And, you know, it's funny, I was just listening to a podcast about mindset from um, Andrew Huberman. And um, mm -hmm. it, it was related around people's mindset with getting fit. And, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a very critical thing that I think um, a lot of people forget about 
when it comes down to anything in their life, when they're trying to focus on some sort of change or move forward in their life with a career or whatever. And it's just, like I said, reminding yourself that you are um, capable of achieving this thing. You are worthy of looking fit and feeling sexy or having lots of money. It's all about the mindset and it's so important. So it's great to hear, you know, that you, you just, you just stuck in it. And you know what? It, It was probably only one person, you know what I mean? Right. And, like that's their opinion and that, if that's how they want well, to be so be it and the thing is uh, that i've sort of learned along the way too is you know you can't take everything so to heart mm-hmm. i think you know you touched on that and sort of like oftentimes if you're if you're just getting a really especially now that we're in such a um an attainable world yeah. in social media and very vulnerable and pe- Right. And people feel they, that, that, uh, they know you, like if you put yourself out there to a certain extent, then, then you're just up for grabs for whatever comment, uh, they feel like making, which you wouldn't definitely wouldn't make to the person if you saw them face to face for the most part, most people wouldn't, um, (laughs) depending where you live. So I, right, right, right. So I think, you know, I, I just, I, I've really learned to kind of, um, I just don't take it. I just don't take it to heart. I just, I really am, I'm a blocker. If you're going to be really mean and nasty or whatever, I just block right away. I just, I I don't care to entertain it. It's just, it's just in and out. Mm. Um, I just don't have enough time for that. It's, it's, uh, it's why, why be mean to somebody? I just, no, I just, no, it's a no for me (laughs) in that, in that respect. So, so that's easy enough for me to just, to just let go. And truly, I am really lucky because I don't get a lot of that. So I, I have so many really just kind and supportive people that now I've met through the social media world or the TV world or what have you. And then in, in, in my life. Um, and I really have quite a small circle of, you know, friends and family, even though it, it's interesting because people would assume I'm have this huge social life and social uh, calendar, obviously not right now with the way the world is, but but I really, I have like a handful of people and that's, that's how I like it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of my, um, I don't know. That's, that's where my comfort level is at for sure. That's awesome. So now I would love mm-hmm. to talk about your level of risk and confidence here because, you know, you're, you're presented these opportunities and people are always so quick to, like I said, imposter syndrome or just think they're not worthy. Right. Um, where did the confidence come from for you to say, I'm going to give it a shot? Were you always that way? You know, I think I think having had Megan so young, the interesting thing with that is I really felt like I needed to uh, give to be even more. I needed to be successful for her. You know, I needed um, for whatever stigma can go around sort of being a young mother um, and all of those things that kind of go with that, I, I, it, it actually put a fire in me to, um, to really want for more and want to be this, uh, amazing role model, maybe at times too much, you know, I, I definitely, as I've gotten older now in my forties, I'm, I'm really just trying to sometimes figure out the, the balance, you know, um, cause I, I do tend to, uh, overwork, for sure. And I put really, really high expectations on myself. So, you know, those can be really winning things, but their burnout can happen in that too. So I just try to be a little bit mindful of that Mm. as well. But, but really, I think it's always that I've always really put that in my head in that 
you belong here. You're supposed to be here. Um, you really, you only get what you put into something. And I think the most successful people in, in any industry, it's not because they're rich. Uh, it's not because of who, of where they come from. Generally uh, speaking, it's because they work the hardest, you know, whether it's the athlete, the actress, the singer, the whatever, they work the hardest. They're the most prepared. They're the most dedicated. And I know that I can give all those things like consistency. I was just talking about this the other day. Consistency is key to anything. And it's free. Like you get to give yourself that, whether it's in your fitness, it's in your job, whatever, in your relationships, consistency is the key to success. If you're going to be complacent in something, of course, of course, if you're going to sit back to and look at, well, why do they have this? Because they work for it. And that's the thing. If I get that kind of feedback, well, why don't you show this or you should do this or you should do that? Well, you should on your, you know, yeah. social media or on your segments mm -hmm. or whatever it is that you mm -hmm. You know, why don't you show us this? Why don't like that, that type of thing? It's kind of like, uh, well, you can, if you think, if you feel that there's a niche for that, a market for that, or that's what you want to see, then why don't you create it? Right. You know, yeah. It's kind of like, I don't really worry too much about that kind of thing. I really just focus on what I love and I really dedicate myself to it. And it is a true thing. If you love what you're doing and you can make a career out of that, it's really special. I try to never lose sight of that. Like at times if I am feeling kind of like, uh, like I don't, I don't always wake up jumping out of bed every day, of you know, dancing around the hallway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I always practice gratitude every morning the things I'm grateful for. And one of those things is that I get to make a living off of something that I love. I've literally like literally created a career. I've created a job that I absolutely love. Like that's, that's so special. I don't take it for granted. So that, that would be part of, you know, what keeps motivating me to keep going. Yeah. And, and it's just where I am right now. There's no, I don't even have an end game. It's just a, I keep growing, keep going. Absolutely. And that's the thing is mm -hmm. like, you know, don't shoot down opportunities. You just don't know where, no. where they're going to take no. you. And like you said, when you were younger, you had, you know, a passion for fashion. And now that fa that passion for fashion is your your career. And in, like, it's right. something that you enjoy doing, even though yes, every day, you're not going to feel super excited to change clothes or whatever. But you're, you know, <laughs> you're, it's just the energy that you get from fashion that I think really gets you excited. You know what I mean? Like how good you're going to look sure. in this, how somebody else is going to look in this. Right. And then, you know, just the relationships that you're building with these um, companies and businesses um, to support them with your, with your energy. Right. So um, with um, Sexton in the city, how did you come yeah. up with the name? Was it like, where did that like, okay, so we know sex in the city, right? So right, right. were you just caught with somebody like playing like names with you and like one day it just kind of clicked <laughs> like, yo, this is sick. I'm rolling with it. How did that name come to the service? You know, it's funny. Well, that's okay. So, so that's, so my, my last name is Cephaletta. My name is Natalie Cephaletta. Okay. I'm Italian. That's my, that's my, you know, given name. And oh, then okay. when I was married, when I was married, his last name was Sexton. Okay. Um, and we, we were together for about 15 years and that's when I started my blog initially. So that was Sexton in the city. And I mean, I love the show yeah. sex in the city. So it was just like a play on words that just kind of like, that's awesome. but then it ended up becoming my boutique was Sexton in the city. And then I had a makeup line Sexton in the city and Natalie Sexton has 
has always stuck. Now that's, it is my ex-husband, but I still have the name Sexton. So. Why not? <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, yeah, you yeah, guys yeah. are so meshed together, you know, 15 years, yeah. like, Oh yeah. 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 So that's, so that's kind of like the story, the story, uh, behind that. Mm -hmm. It just kind of like organically kind of came about sounded it, it's, I mean, Sexton in the city sounded so, so cool. Yeah, right? it's so, and you know, yeah. And I mean, the funny thing, it started as fashion, obviously beauty as well, but the interesting thing now is that I, you know, I work with health and wellness brands. I, I, I'm sort of doing like, all kinds of things that, like you said, you touched on um, hosting for the the Hamilton Tiger Cats. I, I'll work with all kinds of different. How, how did that come to the service? Now. I'm curious about how you got to work with them, right? Yeah. So you went from doing your own TV segment and stuff like that, um, yeah. working with other yeah. um, news or, I, I guess, yeah. just TV channels, right? So stations, stations, yeah. yeah. So how did you Shows. how did you get now working um, with the Tiger Cats? Yeah. You know, it's so funny. So I just hosted my, that was season, the fifth season. Okay. Uh, and I got to host Grey Cup in Hamilton where we played, which is so cool. So I cool. mean, it wasn't the result we wanted, but it was, you know, it was still an amazing game and experience. Um, so I, you know, let me think here. I, I actually have um, season seats. My dad's been a season seat holder mm. like his entire life. A huge, huge fan. So um I have my own season seats in there, front row, right behind the opposing team bench. Oh, cool. So, so six seasons ago, I, I was always at the games there, and so we'd always be on TSN and whatnot because where we're sitting and and things like that. And the and who was sort of in charge then of promotions and whatnot uh, had seen me there a bunch of times and then kind of knew, okay, she's Sexton in the city. Natalie's got a shot, blah blah blah, and knew that I did TV segments. And so he kind of found me, I think even through social media and said, Hey, we're looking for a host. Um, what do you think? And I was like, thanks, but no, yeah. I'm like, I can't, like, I know fashion and whatever, right. but yeah. I mean, the idea of me hosting a football game was just terrifying right. because I thought, what do I put on the spot with, you know, I don't have any, I'm not a sports caster, you know, it was just terrifying to me. So I said no initially, and and he said, "Are you, you know, are you sure?" And we talked again, and I said, "No, thank you. I really appreciate it, but no." <laughs> so then, uh, maybe a month or so went by, and then he called me, and he's like, "Your name keeps coming back. Um, <laughs> we want, we really want you to do this." Wow. And um, and then they had also approached Max Francis yep. at the time too, which I had found out after, which was really cool. And so um, I went, okay what am I doing exactly? Like, what do you, he's like, interact with the crowd prizes, like nothing. No one's going to put you on the spot. You're going to be, you're going to be okay. And I, and I talked to a few, you know, trusted people about it. Yeah. And they were like, what do you mean? You're not doing, you're doing, you're doing it. it. You, of yeah. course you're going to do mm -hmm. this. So I went, okay, I'll do it. And Oh my God, I'm so glad that I did. It was, uh, I think it was a little nerve wracking. It's funny from doing the TV thing, like the Marilyn Dennis show, she's got, you know, millions of viewers, but it's different when you're in a TV studio, there's maybe like 40 people in the audience to a stadium of like 30,000 people on a mic where you're even getting like your echo coming back and just that feeling. Right. Like it was, uh, I remember my first game, I was terrified. Uh, 
and I know where my, like my dad's season seats are every game. Right. And I thought, okay, I'm just going to go out to the field and I'm just going to like focus and look for him. And, uh, I knew he would be so excited. And so I spotted him and I could see that he was choked up, you know, kind of standing and giving me a standing ovation. And it was like, that was a pretty cool, pretty powerful moment. So yeah, that was, um, it's just been amazing. And the people are awesome. And that's been another thing that's like pushed me outside of my, outside of my comfort zone, but I've made so many different connections that way too. Yeah. And, you know, and seen what I can do again, it's just like doing live TV. It's just another thing under pressure. Nothing ever goes as expected. Weather, weather is always a component. <laughs> hair. <laughs> hair, makeup, <Yeah. laughs> all kinds of, <laughs> but great. it's pretty awesome. I love it. I totally love for it. Some, so for some reason, be back for another season and uh, yeah, I'm pretty pumped. <laughs> That, that is pretty amazing. Yeah, I now, feel like it's now real when special. you were when you were offered the opportunity to be a host, did you share that with him or did you keep that a secret just because you were unsure because you knew what his answer was going to be? I didn't tell him at first, you know. I I didn't because I knew he would say, you know, yeah, you're doing it. I think yeah. it's funny. I I'm I don't usually say no. Like I'll figure out a way to kind of like if it's a challenge, if it's a especially a career type of thing, you know, I usually generally will say, okay, I'm up for it. But I was, it's, it's something that I have learned from in that I was afraid of what other people would think like that. Right. I would, that how I would look to people would think she has no business doing that. Like she's in fashion. She's not. And so I've never let myself never, ever allow myself to think that way again in, in other opportunities that have come up since then. And I'm so grateful and glad that uh, the person that hired me at that time came back to me again and said, I think you can do this. Like, I think this, yeah. I think you'll be really good. And, and we would really, and we'll make, I'll make sure that you're comfortable. Like you'll be, 100%. you'll be fine. And and so it was kind of like, I, I, I often think, I can't believe I ever said, you know, no, in the no. And place. that was just fear. Yeah. It was, it was, it was fear of judgment, you know? And so, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad. It's crazy that... how fear can be so. Um, I don't know if I want to use aggressive, but like it could just literally change the whole game for you, right? And right. Like that's like just that's just one of the the things is like what what are people going to think about me? Am I good enough? Right? Yeah. And yeah. You know, I, I I'm 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 happy that you brought up fear again because you know it it, it does immobilize a lot of people's potential to really um you know learn a lot about themselves get outside of their comfort zone and you know there's things that i've done as well just to relate to what you're saying as well like mm -hmm. um my a friend of mine approached me and said hey would you be interested in potentially working for carnival cruise line and i'm like what am i gonna be doing he's like <laughs> you're gonna be applying for the entertainment host um he's like i think you'd really fit the role and like I was like, uh, okay, like, you know, sure, why not? I've never done anything yeah. on that level before. Yeah. Like, I love people. I love talking. I love being goofy. Right. Um, and, you know, if I said no, I would never have got the life experience that I did. I got to travel all around the Caribbean for six right. months and, you know, meet um, amazing people and, and, and be surrounded around some very talented people as well, right? So it's just, it's really crazy, like, the things that um, are – 
that that come up when you face your fear. And I actually have that tattooed right down the middle of my back. So Love it. Face everything and rise. And it's actually fear when you make it a, a, an acronym. So um, I've always kind of lived into that. And, um, you know, I, I did triathlons two years ago i was afraid to swim and it was just like wow. you know what? Just, just just move forward move towards the fear as okay. long as it's something safe you know sure. what i mean like sure. you know there's you gotta you gotta you gotta be a little bit more calculated <laughs> and stuff like that I right and be yeah. analytical about the fear that you're you're moving forward or moving towards right but it's you know that's what life is all about is is facing fear and and being curious curious and 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 just kind of opening up those doors right and it's great that you gave it a second chance um, now, when you're on the field, what do, what does hosting a CFL game look like, for example? Oh, it's so fun. You know, I, 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 I really love it so much. My job essentially is the, is interacting with the fans. So, you know, sort of different um, brands that we have partnerships with will have different games, um, contests, promotions or whatever happening down on the field. And so mm. my job will be on camera with whoever we have kind of like, you know, we'll just find people that are there for game day um, and bring them down. And it's such a once in a lifetime experience for them too. And I really, I, I don't take that for granted either. Like this, this is a really big uh, moment for people and they get to be on that big screen, you know, and win something cool too. And all their friends and family get to see them. It's like a, it's one of those moments that they will have forever. So every time is really, right. it's really special. So that for me, it's not a thing of kind of like, um, oh, I'm just doing, it's just a, you know, a giveaway or whatever. It's like, this is, this is special. This is really a big thing. And at the Thai Cats means so much to the city and so many people. I, I shared that story about my dad uh, around Grey Cup time on my social media. And I had so many people message me or come up to talk to me about their connection to the Thai cats, you know, whether it would be like they always went to the games with their dad or their mom or their uncle or brother or, um, you know, a favorite player that they had forever or that they, they love the games. They never miss a game day. Their kids love them. Like it's just such an interesting thing of how it's so much more than just football. You know, there's just such a community there. And, and honestly, the gray cup this year was just such a cool experience and I'm happy I got to share so much of it too through my social yeah. media and this is one mm. one thing I I mean social media is I know you and I were talking about this before we started the podcast like social media is it's a job it's there's so much that goes into it there has to be consistency with it everyone sits back and judges everybody else's social media trust me everybody's a critic everybody's an expert um, my main thing that I always try to do with mine is stay really authentic to who I am. And, and to, so to be able to share things like when Grey Cup was happening, I got to share all kinds of cool things, you know, behind the scenes. I do think, you know, there should be a level of, uh, in my opinion, you can, you can give lots uh, of, of yourself and put it out there, but you also need to have some things that are also your own. So it is like finding uh, a balance in it too. And it doesn't have to be perfect. If you're, and if it's mm -hmm. something that you do really want to build a career around or as a tool using as a tool, you know, with it, consistency is everything, but it doesn't have to be perfect. I actually find a lot of the people that I follow, I like that they kind of have different things going on every day. Everything's not just in a perfect little, you know, grid filter. Category. Uh, yeah, you're on yeah, this one it, path. It, yeah. Yeah. In my opinion, because nobody 
is one dimensional like that anyways in no. real life. So that mm. just doesn't make any sense. You know, I, I try to, I try not to make things so uh, un, unbelievably filtered that it's not relatable. Cause I mean, I don't want to look at that either. You know, nothing right. is perfect. Mm. Nothing is perfect at all, but I like to keep things fun and light and uh you know the things that i share are things that make me happy and that's i hope that that's what i get to to give back to people i mean that's a pretty special thing you know very special thing and i love it how you mentioned the people that do come down onto the field Nat, and you get to be a part of their moment their experience yeah um and that is such a beautiful thing because you know, when you get the opportunity to put a smile on somebody's face, like that pays more than money any day. It, you know? it does. And I, right. Like just yeah. being able to um, say, you know, or give them the, the, the light um, that, you know, the, the athletes get to right. be under. Right. right. Like not a lot of people were athletes when they were, they're younger or, sure. or be in a, a professional position where right. they have that light on them. And so when they do get that golden opportunity, you know, like for them, it's something that they're going to talk about forever. And it's, it's going to be like now a part of their personality. And that might be just them coming out of their comfort zone or be inspired to be, you know, a host for a CFL game or potentially want to be, um, a tiger cat or something like that right so you're creating sure. like these endless opportunities for somebody that yeah they're they're winning a prize but you know it just it just opens up their mind to be like wow like that endorphin high that i just experienced i want to see <laughs> how true. i could re recreate that right it's, it's just so, so true. cool so cool and yeah i love it that you brought that up and then just going into your social media stuff now you know how many people behind closed doors are dancing in their hallway with their clothes on or maybe no clothes at all? It is, it is, you know, if anybody says I don't do that, you're, you're, you just, you just, you're just blind to who you are because I do that. And like, you know, I, I, I I'm not going to lie to you. Aaron does it. And I love you know it. You, right. Like, like that is so relatable to so many people. And like, I watch them. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to yeah. lie. Like, I'm like, I'm like, I do that. Like, yeah. I do that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like when you got the slippery socks on, I'm, I'm doing like oh, yeah. the moonwalk and totally. you know, a good 360 term no it's amazing it's awesome it's and it's super relatable and when you're good. feeling good you're feeling sexy and you have you know that good energy yes right yes it's why true. not why it's not true. and that's, well, that's, that's it. beautiful you know the fun thing is you know in that element when i work with with fashion brands like that's how i want to show instead of like you know this perfect pose in the perfect light of the like I'm going to dance around like a fool having fun and show you how I'm wearing this look like to, so when you get to kind of be creative and that's what I like to do, I really have lost any um, shame. Like I don't, if someone thinks I look silly, I don't care. Like I'm really right. happy <laughs> having fun. And yeah. this is me. I think when you lose that fear of like, what will people think, you know, or is this the perfect angle? Or is this the perfect light? Like, sometimes too, I'm learning as I go here as well, you know, these reels mm. and everything and the TikToks and all those things that I keep putting out there. They're not always the perfect lighting, or maybe, you know, the angle I'm like, Oh, I kind of don't love that. But we're sharing it. And we learn and we just keep going. Yeah. Because otherwise, what I don't share anything. And then that's I think that's what so many people do. They worry so much and sort of stare mm. at something for so long and then they're so terrified 
you know, yeah. to share a photo or whatever, because they've critiqued themselves to, you know, to feel like this big. I just, I just yeah. don't, I just don't do that anymore. Um, so amazing. it is like letting all, letting that go. I'm okay if oh. somebody thinks I look silly. Good. I, I want to look silly. I just silly. learned so much from from you just saying that because <laughs> like, I'm not I'm not a, I'm not a perfectionist, but I am judgmental on myself. For I, sure. Okay, like like brutally honest, like I suck at writing. I always have some sort of mistake, and Aaron, she's constantly on my butt, being like that didn't make any sense, and like I've just gone to the point. I'm like, I don't care. Can you edit it for me? Like, right. Thank you. Right. Like, like yeah. it is what Help it is. This out. is who I yeah. am. Right. Yeah. And, and something that you may not know. So I grew up with ADHD and learning disabilities so for the longest time like you know my confidence levels was was super low I was super shy wow. uh, you know. so for for me to be where I am now honestly is is amazing and it was Good for you um you know it, my own personal fear that had stopped me uh from wanting to get onto YouTube to start vlogging and stuff like that um or or doing this podcast and I've always I always knew I wanted to do this and be in this position I know you and, I know you, you know, have you've talked right? about this yeah, as long as I've known yeah, you I I know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And you know what? One day I just said, screw it. I'm just going to do it and I'm just going to just get started. You know what I mean? Because the, yes. the, the biggest thing in life is about taking action. And that's like you said, it's like, you know, you got to be consistent. And if yes. it's not perfect, who cares? You're still taking action. You're still Go. building momentum on it. And Keep over going. time, you're going to be able to to sharpen that saw and it's going to look better and you're going to sound better right. and have the right, right. lighting, etc. Right. And, right. you know, I, I, that's the thing. People get stopped in their in their mindset of, of that fear of like being judged or whatever and that's the thing like i don't even care anymore it's like you know what like if i say something funny enjoy like, awesome like let's, let's laugh you. at each other right like right? and i'm just being when you're me. being authentic that's the biggest thing you know there we can look at i can look at some people uh some other i don't know if what you would say influencers whatever um yeah. who have like incredible social media you know like studio beautiful lighting this that and i could either just say well, mine's not as good as theirs. So like, I'm just not going to do it. And then what am I yeah. doing? So it's yeah. like, no, no, I, I can even look back to like a year ago and go, wow, look at how far I've come. I can look back at even six weeks ago and go, okay, yeah. Like I learned from, from that. Like, that's the beautiful thing is every day you can just keep getting better. You just keep yeah. learning, keep going. Sometimes too, it's about, Hey, I, at different times in my life, like I can't afford this right now maybe to right. have this specific camera or whatever so i'm going to make do with this but i'm going to keep grinding away save it and then get be able to afford xyz right. like it's it's a it's a process and it makes you appreciate yeah. things even more it's not and it's not always the person with the most money again like people can have mm -mm. great lighting and look beautiful but they they may not have the you know the information, the pizzazz, the right. wh whatever it is. So yeah, I and think it's, it's not it's the equipment. The, the equipment no. doesn't make you better. No, right? it doesn't. It, just, it really it, it's doesn't. Just, just an object, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's the biggest thing that I that I've come to learn from, um, you know, just learning how to run a podcast and YouTube is people are just like just use your phone, you know what I mean? Like exactly, use, use your lamp, yeah. like just get started, and then over time you could buy all those things. But people are are, are there for you. Well, regardless. that's it. They're like, not they there your for voice your. To see what you're doing right, right. They're not yeah. there because they think I just I love their lighting. I just want yeah. to see, you know, that's not what people are, no. are tuning And if they want that, for. they could go watch a high-end, right. you know, multi-million right. dollar TV show or, right. or movie, okay? Go get that there. But, <laughs> right. like, right. you know, everybody wants to share relatability, right? Yeah. And, and that's the 100%. biggest thing. So um, I, I would love to talk about you 
choosing certain brands to work with how like i'm sure you must get asked all the time now how do you filter out what brands you feel are best to um i guess showcase you or like that you choose that are are, are you know valuable to you like i i don't know how exactly i want to say it but yeah how, yeah how do you choose brands so i do have a publicist that i've been working with now for quite a few years and uh, i started working with her when she she was with sort of a major brand as a mm. as a publicist for them and then she started her own very small uh, very small business. And I met her through another expert on the Marilyn Dennis show, uh, again, cool. who, you know, another woman in my life who really always like had my back and rooted for me and was like, I think you need publicists. This is going to benefit you. <laughs> and That's so, awesome. yeah, so she really uh, has helped me navigate through all of that. And I really always try to stay with, stay aligned with things that make sense to me because so say, for example, I don't eat meat. So it doesn't make sense for me to do a segment on cold cuts, you know, or like meat lasagna or whatever it is, like things like this, where it's kind of like, yeah, I could get paid to do that and I can pretend and whatever, but people that really know me and follow me and social media and that will be like, why is she selling prosciutto when she doesn't eat meat? How does she even know what it tastes like? Like, so Mm -hmm. I try to stay uh, aligned to, the things that I love, because then you're more excited to share them as well. You know, I think it's like, uh, whether it is in fashion or in beauty products or health and wellness or what have you, it's, it's, uh, or tech, like I do all, I work with so many different brands. It's kind of, it's pretty cool. Um, I, I just go with my gut. I say no to things. And then that, that does, that's about money too, sometimes, right? Where it's like, I'm saying no to something that means I'm not going to get paid. Um, right. But I can't, I really have to, I, I've learned this, a couple of things. Once I started saying no to some of the, if I'm going to swear, some of the shit that I hated doing, that mm. I was like, I don't like this and it's somewhat not fulfilling and I don't want to do this. Once I started saying no, which was really scary when you're self-employed, um, all of a sudden, all these other doors open though for things that... Yeah. I do love. And it was like, Oh, this, this does happen. So when I'm not running ragged doing stuff, I don't want to do. Now I have the time to actually do the things I want that now are aligning with even more brands that I want to work with. So, so that, you know, that's a huge, huge thing, but I'll, you know, I'll say this too. I've, I've, we've approached lots of brands or, or stations or proposals, things like this, where I've, I've heard no so many times way more times than I've heard. Yes. But the no's are what have made me better at what I do and made me, um, work harder for what I want. It's okay to hear. No, it's okay to be rejected. You're not, and you're not going to be right for everybody. I mean, but you will be uh, for what is actually aligned to you. So it's just, it's kind of navigating that we always know the answer. You know, we, we know what feels right and what doesn't. And if mm-hmm. you do something, it's like, oh, I didn't, that didn't, I didn't like the way that went, that played out. I didn't like that. Then you learn from it and you just move on. 
you just move on. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I love how you, you took this two different ways, right? We, we talked about, um, you know, filtering out the things that uh, aren't valuable to you, right? So you, you have your own values right. that you uh, showcase and they're public and, and these are things that, you know, bring you fulfillment, um, which is is so important, 100%. And, and that's where I, I think a lot of people need to um, know when they are building a brand that they really need to stick to, yeah. you know, what, is, what does that brand mean to you? And, yeah. And, you know, how are you going to build that brand that it's relatable to people and you're not changing? Not, like, you're going to grow and stuff like that, but as long sure. as it's in a positive light and you're still sticking to, like, the, the foundation of it, right? Uh, and, like, yeah, it is really challenging to say no to something if there are – you know, a, a, a pr- there when there is a price tag that's coming along with it, right? Because you, you have bills to pay, and obviously everybody wants to get ahead financially and stuff sure. like that, right? And um, yeah, you have you have to be smart and 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 really, you know, make sure that um, you know whatever that brand is speaks to you. And you know, it also creates another opportunity. I, I just kind of thought of this now. It's like, okay, if you ha- are going to say no to working with a, a meat company, it also gives you the opportunity. If you know somebody oh, in yeah. your network that you're like, hey, you know what? I have this company. Sure. Like, you, it's always yeah. nice that oh, you yeah. can share that kind of, of yeah. love to somebody else, right? And that's the thing. I always look for that. Like, if I've been approached with something, I'm like, ah, that doesn't really, like, fit with me. Sure. Um, but I know somebody that I think that may potentially fit And that's with. so important. I, I agree, Spencer. Like, and that's something for me that I've said kind of through this conversation is uh, there have been so many people that have been instrumental in helping me along the way and going, no, this is like, this would be a great fit for you to be doing this. They weren't threatened by it because there's room for everybody. You know, Mm. it's everybody has their own special thing. You know, it's not, it's not just a one spot for one person and that's it. So, but it is a matter of figuring out what makes you, you, you know, what, and what fires you up, you know, what are you passionate about? That's just such an important thing. Huge, huge. And that's what makes us wake up every day excited to keep pushing forward, right? And so now the second thing that you had mentioned, which I didn't think of was, yeah, going out and networking and Mm -hmm. trying to create opportunities for you because now you're in the position to provide value. And when you have the mindset or sorry, there's something that you're interested in um, being invested into or wanting to promote, you know, are they going to say yes? Are they going to say no? And just relate to that. It's the same thing with my podcast. You know, there's people I've I've out to like on Twitter and stuff like that that don't say anything back to me and I'm like oh well that that sucks and sure maybe that's their way of saying no but it might be also that they're looking for more validation from me to see if like you know is that person yeah. worth saying yes to? And right. maybe down the line, a month or two months from that, they might be like, oh, actually, I missed your message, quote, yeah. unquote. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm interested in being on your podcast, right? I know. Um, and, and, just, and just knowing that no doesn't always mean no. Right? And, that's, and, and that's so true. That's true. Yeah, you're right. It's, um, you know, I think – I think supporting other people, like everybody's in a different spot in their journey. Uh, right. I I feel I oh I always try to give back to whoever I can. Like if I can give somebody some value in what they're trying to do, when I see that I know they're a hard worker, I know that they bring value to the table that I think would be really important for other people to see too, like what you're doing. Um, then you know it's like amazing if you can give also give somebody that back because we all need that you know that's that's how we all grow and that's something 
when I started off as a makeup artist years ago, uh, and I believe it was at CH, and I had a, a colleague there who was like, you know, the really important thing here, uh, actually, he was uh, a news anchor. Um, and it was such a beautiful place to work. I really enjoyed my years there. But his thing was that what he loved so much about CH is that everybody is treated the same way, whether it's the person that cleans there at night, the security guy, the on-air talent, the students that are coming in and doing whatever. It's everybody is on the same level. Like you should treat everybody that way. I think that's so important. Exactly. I was raised that way. So that's always kind of mm. been really instilled in me. And the, and the neat thing, so I'll tell you, um, when I started the Marilyn Dennis show, there was a um, production assistant at CH. So she was a student with Mohawk College. So she was doing like a placement at CH and a really nice, nice girl. And, you know, would always uh, make conversation with her and whatnot. Sorry, can if I froze there, am I okay? No, you're good. Okay. Yeah, you're good. Um, like my phone's getting low battery. So anyways, she ended up becoming a segment producer for the Marilyn Dennis show. So I was doing my CH stuff for about a year and a bit. And then I got an email from her saying, hi, it's Alexandra. I don't know if you remember me. I was a student at CH when you were there you know, whatever year it was. And I love your segments on CH and your blog. And we're looking for new um, on-air talent for the Maryland show. Do you want a, an audition? Wow. And so it's interesting, you know, how you yeah. can impact people's life. You don't know where people are also going to be, you know, along the way. So just be kind to everybody too, because we so all important. can help each other. You know, it's all so important. karma and, uh, and those kinds of things are pretty beautiful. And she's, yeah. she's fantastic. And she's done flourished in her career. Uh, and That's I appreciate that opportunity story. too. Yeah. So yeah. I'm blessed. I'm really blessed. I, like I said, I don't take things for granted. No, and that's that is extremely humbling because it's so true. Like how you know, it's not even just like like good karma. It's also how you present yourself on a day to day too, right? And sure. it's like you know, if people see you're just being genuine, you're nice. Like you know, that's gonna come back to you, and sure. people are gonna show you more respect because you show them respect. And it's just a, it's a give and take, right? And it, yes. you know, I I've I've gotten um, multiple opportunities, just kind of like what you're saying as well, just from good karma of people who have worked with me before and they're like, you know, Oh, I want this model back. So I've been called back sure. on the shoots because they had a great experience. Cause your personality. Kn- right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. And that's, that's so important. And I think more people need to, um, you know, just show a little bit more love in the world, um, uh. and, and, and be caring and, and like, you know, you don't go out and be like super over dramatic about it, but just be authentic. Right. Yes. And like, if you see the opportunity, where you could help somebody out like take advantage of that and you know there's so it, it it's 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 an easy thing to do right it it's is. like you know it if is. you see somebody that's struggling to open up a door go and help them open the door you know what i mean yeah um and uh even just doing this podcast i've been presented already with um some some beautiful gifts that i just you know i never asked for like for me like this is just an opportunity for me to just build a, a relationship and connection and get to know that person better and you know i i i get so like nervous before i do this podcast because like when i i'm i'm done having the conversation i'm just like like 
like, so fulfilled and so yeah. excited. And yeah. I'm just like so grateful that I'm able to sit down and have an hour, an hour and a half conversation with somebody. And it's just reassurance for me that, you know, that, that, that value and the story that we shared with, with one another, like we're always going to remember this. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And I hope that the people that get to listen to these conversations, they also feel that sense of, of energy and, and sure. love from it too. And it builds some sort of like flame underneath their butt to go out and tackle the world yeah, and, and to inspire their opportunity yeah right totally. so it's it's, totally. it's it's a crazy thing right when you just you're just being yourself and you're you're just sharing that love now i just want to be respectful of your time are you okay to to talk a little bit more or should we start to wrap this up it's only because i can see my phone is on like 10 percent battery that's why i'm just worried i just don't want it to cut out on us while we're okay yeah awesome <laughs> yeah okay no that's good and, 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 yeah yeah that, that's that's so important because i would I, I wouldn't have an ending. Yeah, right? That would suck. suck. Um, okay, so I'll, I'll try to close this up um, before your battery dies there. Okay, um, sorry. No, no, that's totally cool. That's totally cool. So when it comes down to you now being more focused on the social media stuff, like are you doing your own editing? Um, yes, all are, of it. Like, yeah, so, so do you have like a structured plan that you kind of stick to, to, to make sure that you're pumping out content? Like how do you keep that organized and making sure that you are, um, you know, staying consistent with it? I, I, I live a very, um, I, I love a schedule and a routine and a regime. So I live a really scheduled life, which I love. Like I wake up at four thirty in the morning, um, every day, naturally my internal alarm clock has gone that way. So I, I go to sleep pretty early, but, uh, I, I like that, but every morning I'm, I have a list. So, um, because there's so many different things and it can change every day, you know, I could try to do something for a month, but it just, I, I had to let that go a bit. Cause I like a good solid list of things to do. So it's not my nature to be able to just roll with the punches like okay now this actually has to be turned around in two days but i've learned to do that but i have to make a list every day as far as with content and things like that i i try to do i try not to do seven days a week of work but um i probably film things five days a week for sure and i i would do like four hour windows like I look at things like a work day so also to have okay. my hair and makeup's done and whatnot I'm going to set up kind of where I would do say outfits like when I do the dancing and all the fun outfit looks I'm going to film probably four and that will take me that would be about a half a day's work once I edit it package it up right. and then I'll put it in my calendar of kind of like this makes sense to show when I'm on this show a lot of stuff gets pre-taped that I do for tv not not it's like half and half is live half live half is pre-taped so i try to align everything up but it's it's always moving so i've had to for someone who likes a lot of structure it's it's sort of like a crazy career that i've chosen <laughs> for like anxiety inducing sometimes where i'm like oh my god this just yeah, changed yeah. again but i i mean i'm always thinking creatively though too like i'll see something or get a thought and i write it down right away like oh this would make it an interesting post like this could actually this could translate into that but for making reels and tiktoks like those types of videos i designate i would say two work days so say like two eight hour work days would go into that kind of stuff just just editing it's uh, alone, filming, right? filming filming and, and editing and, and, and yeah editing. filming and editing wow. yeah yeah and then uh you know that could be the thing is there's some sacrifice too though right like i 
last weekend, I worked all weekend long. You know, there's things that uh, in order to do some of the stuff that I'm doing, you got to give up some other things too, right? It's even in, right. in living a healthy lifestyle, like where people will say, but I still want to, you know, drink wine every night. And I want to like, I want to balance. It's like, well, you can't like the thing is mm-hmm. I did do that before drink, drank more, ate more junk, whatever, what have you. And so then I wasn't in the shape I am. So it is the idea of like, there is sacrifice for, to me, for me though, for a greater thing of what I want anyways, of what makes yeah. me happy. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. No. And that's <laughs> so important. It's, and that's a very, very um, powerful thing to say is like, yeah, you do need to sacrifice things in your life or you're not going to be able to achieve. The if that's where you want to be. It's up to if where, that's where it, you want to be. And that's, there's yeah. no judgment on any other, to anybody in anyone's lifestyle. No, I never no. do. Oh my God. For sure. But, uh, but yeah, like there's... if there's people out there that are like complaining, like, oh, I want to have a, you know, a nice physique or right. I want to get better at social media, but you're busy watching Netflix and stuff like well, that. And it. I'm sure we're all, you know, victims of this. All, right? It happens to all of us. I get it. I totally mm-hmm. get it. I just, uh, I do have something in me that does, you know, kind of fire up and it just, and so the more, uh, even the better that I can get at something or, in in that consistency again in getting like really healthy or you know creating really fun content that's like that more and more people are wanting to see like that drives me more so i put more into it because it fulfills me as well though you know that's important Yeah, exactly and Mm. you know i think the biggest take home from this conversation is like finding that fulfillment and using that using the stress of the fulfillment and 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 letting that be the gas to the fire yeah and and really pushing through it because like yeah like obviously like you don't want to let yourself down from missing a day of posting content or not editing something and stuff like that because then you start to like the 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 discipline starts to slack right and once you start to slack you lose that consistency and then you're going to see the 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 bigger picture get closer to that bigger picture right and it's all about those little small you know incremental gains forward about doing uh what you need to do every day that will literally give you that big reward at the end right and who knows what else like just doing these um just doing the social media um content like what doors that are going to open up for you and stuff like that and right you know i i battle with it like i um i i do get like blocks where i'm like oh what content do i post or you know oh i gotta edit this and like you know i i'm one of those people as well that i love doing a million things i know you do i got a million million things i know we're like it's always well and here's the thing though i will say this um, even if it's one of the last kind of things to touch on, if I'm not inspired on a certain day to share something or I'm kind of like, eh, this is okay. I just won't share it. And to not post something for a day is also totally okay. You know, like, right. like I, and I definitely, I will even, so I'm saying I'll spend like those two full days filming a lot so that I have stuff. So if I want even like two days, I might just be in my joggers doing stuff that I need to do emails, calls, whatever working, Mm. but I have that stuff already done so I can share it. So like, not every day is a fashion show, you know, in my house or anything like that. So I think being prepared, like we talked about at the beginning, people that I think that are like, generally the most successful and, and fulfilled and that kind of thing career wise too, they're just really prepared. So work really hard so that you can also have some of that time as well for yourself. You take it. a day off. You'll be okay. Yeah. 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 
yeah. that's it it's earned for and sure I, and i love that so those of you that are listening be prepared have you know time management get the things done and then yeah, yeah you know like prioritize I your life yeah prioritize yeah. like that's i have it. podcasts banked up until april Perfect. Just because I'm just constantly, but you know, great. taking advantage of the time that I am driven. And, and that's it. You know, yes. it gives me fulfillment too, right? So if you yes. love something, you're going to get fulfilled and, you know, you're going to allow yourself to get ahead of the game and, and be prepared for the future so you could have that time off or no time off because you're doing something fun again and, you know, that's you're loving it. the experience, right? That's it. Um, oh, I, we could just keep talking that. I know. We'll do it again. We'll meet again. We'll meet again. I am again. so down. 100%. <laughs> okay. Awesome. All awesome. right. Well, Nat, I appreciate you and your time. Uh, thank and you. thank you so much for all the value that you've shared with all of us. Um, where can people find you? Oh, on my Instagram is probably the easiest. So it's Natalie underscore Sexton underscore. And they can DM me, follow me. I'll follow you back. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Awesome. I love that. Nat, you are a great role model, uh, a beautiful public figure. And uh, I'm I'm looking forward to kicking your butt again on the gym floor. At <laughs> I know you are. So you can find you can find that at the gym as well. Yeah. Um kicking butt. And I I, I really wish we could have got into that, but uh, I'm very proud of you. I Next wanted to one. say that. And Thank you. Yeah, keep up Thank all the you. hard work. And you know, uh, like I had mentioned at the very start of this, people, you need to go and check out Nat's um, <laughs> transformation and you know, be inspired because she will be there to support you, guide you, and also want to reap the same benefits. So Absolutely. once again, Nat, thank you so much. And those of you, you know what I'm gonna say next, keep continuing to set that bar high. You know who I am, Spencer Barlow. So once again, thank you for joining us. Have yourself a good one. Peace out. <laughs>